Welcome to the Everything Jimmy Athletics Podcast. Hope you're having a great day. Today is February the 20th. We're recording this live in the beautiful Unruh Sheldon building here on the campus of the University of Jamestown. It's another bright, sunny winter day here in Jamestown. We're enjoying it. We hope you're having a great day wherever you are. We're going to take a quick wrap on what happened yesterday in Jimmy basketball. It was a tough day as the Jimmy women lost in overtime at Briarcliff, 77-70. to 70. They had a a solid lead uh, late in the third quarter going into the fourth quarter, but Briarcliff outscored the Jimmies 18-13 to 13 in the fourth quarter and hit a long three-pointer off the backboard at the buzzer to send the game into overtime. The Jimmies actually led 60-47 to 47 with 721 left in regulation, but just couldn't find the scoring touchdown the stretch and then did not get any breaks uh, at the end of regulation or going into overtime as they dropped to 16 and 13 on the season and 9 and 12 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Olivia Anderson led the Jimmies with 13 points. Mackenzie Higlin led the Jimmies with nine rebounds. Hannah DeMars had four assists to lead Jamestown. The Jimmies shot 30, almost 35% for the field, actually held Briarcliff to just under 32% shooting. But Briarcliff was 30 of 38 from the free throw line. The Jimmies were 11 of 16. The Jimmies out-rebounded the Chargers 57 to 40. So they did some really good things. Unfortunately, 30 turnovers uh, was a problem. And so a tough loss on the road to Briarcliff as the Jimmies fall 77 to 70. When you look at the GPAC standings now in the women's race, Concordia is ranked number two in the nation. They lead the racer 21 in the league. Number two, Hastings is ranked fourth in the country. They're 19 and two. Morningside, 15 and six. Dort, 14 and seven. Jimmy's right now are nine and 12. They're solidly in seventh place, which is where they will end up. They have a two game lead over Mount Marty and Trail uh, Northwestern, who is in sixth place at 12 and nine with only one game left. So Jamestown will be the number seven seed, and then barring something really unusual happening this weekend, uh, Hastings will finish second. So the Jimmies will travel to Hastings on Wednesday in the first round of the GPAC tournament. On the men's side, again, another tough loss is the Jimmies led 36-30 uh, over Briarcliff the half. Unfortunately, they were outscored 61-47 in the second half in a 91-83 loss. The loss dropped the Jimmies to 18-11 overall, 9-10 in the G-Pack. Jack Talley had an excellent game. He had 31 points, just one off his career high. Mason Walters, the freshman from right here in Jamestown, had 11 rebounds, and Terrell Alford led the Jimmies with four assists. Uh, Terrell uh, also had uh, 17 points. Uh, Mason Walters came off the bench. He had 12 points. I had a double-double with 12 points and 11 rebounds. And Brady Birch had 10 rebounds and four block shots. So what does that do for the Jimmies in terms of the race on the men's side? Well, Morningside has already clinched the regular season title. They're 17-2. and They actually have a four-game lead over second place Dakota Wesleyan, who is 13-6. The Jimmies right now are in seventh place. The seventh place at 9-10. and so they will finish no worse than seventh because they have a two-game lead on Hastings, who is seven and twelve. They are just one game behind Mount Marty uh, for sixth place. Concordia has a two-game lead, so the only way the Jimmies can finish higher uh, than seventh place 
is to tie Mount Marty. The Jimmy's host Concordia on Saturday to close out the regular season. Mount Marty, who split with the Jimmies uh, this year, is at Midland, a team that's towards the bottom of the standings. Midland, in fact, is next to last at 5-14. and 14. So in all likelihood, the Jimmies, uh, barring something unforeseen happening, will finish in 7th, which means uh, more than likely they could travel to Dakota Wesleyan. Dakota Wesleyan right now is in 2nd place. They're at 13-6. and six. In fact, uh, Dakota Wesleyan has clinched uh, second place because Dort at 13 and seven has already completed the regular season in the G pack. So, uh, barring something unusual happening on Wednesday night, the Jimmies will return to the corn palace where they won just a few weeks ago to face Dakota Wesleyan, who's ranked number nine in the country. So for both Jimmy teams, what they really have to do is they're probably going to have to win the G pack tournament to get into the NAI tournament. And that is certainly possible because, of course, the Jimmies have already won at Dakota Wesleyan once this year, and the Jimmy women have given Hastings a hard time in both of their games this year. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on Wednesday. We're going to talk a little Jimmy wrestling now as the Jimmy men's wrestling team heads to Sioux City, Iowa to compete in the GPAC championships. We caught up with a couple of their wrestlers, a couple of seniors, brought up, uh, caught up with Brandon Aragon. Brandon is ranked number two in the conference at 149 pounds going into his uh, last conference tournament. And we're going to talk to Brandon first. And again, the GPAC championships this weekend in Sioux City. And we caught up with Brandon to talk about his individual goals and the goals for the team going into this weekend. Okay. Well, Brandon, uh, this weekend, GPAC wrestling championships. Talk about uh, your goals and goals for the team. Um, goals individually, um, just wrestle every match, every second, um, my best, and just try and I know as long as I try and uh, create my best wrestling, I'm going to create the best results. Um, as a team, I just tell the guys, take care of the individual aspect, the team race will take care of itself. We know what we're capable of. Um, as long as we wrestle our hardest, we know we'll, we'll get a good finish. So. For you, you've had a really good year so far this year. You got a chance maybe to make it to nationals. I'm mm -hmm. guessing for you, the goal is to win an individual championship. Right, exactly. Um, I've, I'm a three-time placer in conference. Uh, I feel like this is my year to win conference. So I'm excited. There's a lot on the line. Um, some things haven't gone my way, but that's okay. I have a chance to correct those things this weekend. So that's all I could ask for. You've wrestled against uh, several of the GPAC, probably all the GPAC uh, wrestlers in your weight class so far this year. So, who are some of the big matchups you're going to face, um, and what are some of the things you got to do? Well, the it's no secret the guy I've beaten every. I'm seven and one in the GPAC. I had a little hiccup at the beginning of the semester, um, but the other guy though he he dodged me in the duel, so there's not going to be any escaping me on the mat come Saturday night. <laughs> Senior, you've been here for five years. You redshirted a year. Talk about uh, the progress you've made as a wrestler and the progress this team has made since you've been here. Um, man, it's been a whole culture change. I've seen probably 50 or 50 about 50 or 30 athletes come through this program. So um, we really built a culture here. We work hard um, as an athlete, as an individual. Um, I came here as, as a young man, as a young boy, and now I'm leaving here as a man. So um, I have some veteran experience, so that's nice. But I like to think like a rookie, though, and still have that go-getter mentality I had when I was a freshman. Well, it's great to catch up with Brandon. He's got a great personality, a big part, not only of the Jimmy men's wrestling team, but the athletic department here at the University of Jamestown, senior from Pueblo, Colorado. He actually qualified for nationals in 2017 
and then redshirted, and he's back now to try to qualify uh, for nationals in 2020. And as I mentioned, going into this meet, Brandon is the number two ranked wrestler at 149 pounds in the GPAC. Dante Picardio is the number one ranked wrestler from Northwestern, and I'm sure he will face him sometime down the line. We caught up with another senior to, uh, to preview the GPAC championships, Carson Painter. He's a senior from Livermore, California, in the East Bay area of San Francisco, Oakland area. He is the third-ranked wrestler at 157 pounds. And Carson commented about his aspirations going into the GPAC tournament. Carson, let's talk about this weekend, GPAC championships. Um, what's the goal for the team this weekend? The goal for the team is to leave everything out there, have no regrets, and just really wrestle your heart out like it is your last match because it potentially is your last match. And I think the most important thing is to really have fun and walk away with your head high no matter the results and try to really upset some people. When you say upset some people, let's talk about your weight class in particular. What what are your goals going into this, uh, into this match, into this weekend, and what have you got to do to achieve what you want to accomplish? Right now I'm seated third in the G-Pack, and I lost to the number two seated guy at G-Pack Duels. Uh, it was a quick match, too. I didn't even get out of the first round. He just caught me in a headlock, so I uh, didn't even get to really wrestle him. And it's going to be nice to go to the semifinals, see him beat him, and go into the finals and face another guy that has beaten me, who is the first seated wrestler. And my ultimate goal is to win it so that I'm guaranteed a spot at nationals because so far they're only taking top two. And I don't want to risk a true second. I want to just win it all so I can guarantee it. Talk about the transition of the wrestling program. Obviously, when you got here, you weren't in a conference. Mm -hmm. Now you're in a conference being in the GPAC. What has that meant to you as an individual and as the team as a program? I think it's really cool that we kind of get to solidify our spot. And when we joined the GPAC, we weren't even really respected at all or looked at by the other GPAC teams, but now we are ranked fourth in the GPAC, and I think we could be higher than that. Um, just, you know, we had a few circumstances that hindered a full lineup, but that's okay. You got to play with the cards you're dealt, and um, I think it's really cool that we are now gaining the respect of all the other teams. Talk about you during your time here, how much is the how much have you grown as a wrestler improved, and how much do you think this program has improved? <laughs> Man, individually, I, I've improved exponentially. I've uh, really enjoyed my time here training with a ton of different people and getting to know myself and dedicating myself more than I ever have and really opening up my, my mind to just developing better and becoming better in every aspect of life, not just wrestling, because I think how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I, I feel that if I study harder, if I uh, praise God more, if I do more respectful things to people on campus, I think that all attributes to just doing better on the mat, even just eating better, uh, getting better sleep, just all aspects of life. And I think uh, individually that's, that's what helped me. That's what's helped me a lot. And then as a team, just having, you know, no heavyweight to now we have a heavyweight. Yeah, it's cool to see the team to grow 
like that and seeing where the team came from when I started here where we didn't have a full lineup to where we had a full lineup but uh, we had some guys get banged up and that kind of hindered that ability but um, yeah the growth is cool to watch and now I'll be leaving and uh, hopefully I'll leave my mark pretty well on the team. Going into this weekend's action Carson Painter again the senior from Livermore California he is ranked number third in the GPAC at 157 pounds. Tajan Smith from Hastings is ranked number one. Ben Peters from Briarcliff is ranked number two. And then Carson is ranked number three. The GPAC championships are taking place at Morningside College. On Friday, they will wrestle through to the semifinal rounds, and then the semifinal and place, placing rounds will be wrestled on Saturday at Morningside College in Sioux City, Iowa. Well, believe it or not, baseball season is here for the University of Jamestown. And while we want to have home games for probably another month, the Jimmies will hit the road and they will travel to Joplin, Missouri as they will open their season. Always a fun time of the year and always fun to catch up with veteran Jimmy baseball coach Tom Hager to preview the season. We caught up with Tom the other day and here's what he had to say about this year's club. Well, it's that time of the year to, as the song goes, start talking baseball. And uh, not necessarily here in Jamestown, where we can't play outside as we record this. I think it's about two or three below zero, snow on the ground. But we're with Tom Hagers. You head to Joplin, Missouri to open your season. And it's a long, long time between, I guess I would say, the end of October and now we're into the middle of February where you're not playing games. And I'm sure you, your staff, and all the kids are itching to play. We're definitely itching to play. You know, it's a fine line between spending time over the course of the winter uh, looking at ways that we can get better as a ball club and also trying to find the light at the end of the tunnel when we can actually play. So we've been um, really asking a lot out of our guys over the course of the last three or four months. They've done a great job of improving as a team, but we're going to find out how much we've improved this weekend with uh, a good schedule down in Joplin. What type of things can you actually do indoors that will, and you've done this for a number of years, obviously, that transfer outside? And what are some of the things you just can't replicate till you actually get out there? Oh, well, we're lucky with the facilities that we have between the Larson Center gym and the bubble over at track. We can get a lot of things done. I think people would be amazed by what you can do in an indoor facility. You can definitely get the reps and the fundamentals in, but it's hard to simulate uh, game situations and especially stuff like fly ball communication. Um, so those are things that uh, you need to get outside and you need to iron out. But again, we don't make any excuses about it when we play on Friday. Um, it's a baseball game and we're going to be prepared to play. It's nice just to talk about baseball when it's still winter out. Uh, fall season, I believe you went five and one. Uh, talk about the fall, what that did for you and how that translates into uh, the rest of the year. We had a pretty good fall. You know, we were able to win a few baseball games and also see some improvements from the beginning to the end. We also uh, were able to create some depth. Uh, we had a couple of upperclassmen that weren't able to participate in the fall. Some young guys stepped up, and hopefully that means depth for the future as well. So uh, we thought that we got off to a good start, but um, we want to be a better team than we were in the fall, and it's going to be a work in progress over the next three or four months to get there. Last year, you won the Great Plains Athletic Conference Tournament, went to the NAI Tournament. Uh, you lost in your first two games uh, out in California. 
but I know the goal every year is to, to get back to the national tournament. Talk about what you think right now, obviously it's early in the year, what your strengths are. Yeah, we feel really good about our baseball team as a whole. Um, we're still trying to create that depth at every position and especially on the mound and in the bullpen. But as far as our strengths go, we know that um, we're going to be able to run the bases. We've got some really good team speed. We've added some pop in the middle of our lineup. So hopefully offensively, we're going to be able to score runs in a lot of different ways. And we do have a lot of guys that are going to be able to contribute on the mound. Now, exactly how we're going to use them and where they're going to go that's how we're going to be a work in progress. And the last thing I would say is we've got some guys on this team that know how to win. So uh, if we can uh, improve every day, get those game reps in, hopefully the best is yet to come. It always begins and ends, in my mind, with pitching. And so you're going to be starting some guys this weekend. Who are going to, who your starter is going to be and what do you expect out of them this year? Yeah, we expect that uh, the anchor of the staff is going to be with Kensaku Akia and also with Drew Fitz, uh, our, our top two pitchers. Uh, Mitch Dennis got some quality innings. Kendall Yackley got some quality innings. And then we've got a few other guys that have really stepped up in winter workouts. Um, Cam Moulter is a kid that uh, has tons of potential. And then we've got a, a solid bullpen. Some of those guys in the bullpen are going to be able to start, and some will will see to uh, relieve at the end of the game. When you're talking about Andy Reid and uh, Austin Pasika and Aaron Pugh uh, and Cam Jenkins, those are four guys that have logged a lot of innings for us in the past, and I th- really think that experience is going to pay off. Offensively, you've got some key players coming back, but who, who are the guys that you're looking for to really lead this team offensively? Well, it starts with uh, setting the tone at the beginning of the lineup, and uh, we feel like Chase Hacker and Grant Okawa are going to be able to do that. The middle of the lineup can be potent with uh, Kendall Yackley, Derek Almanza, Luke Shakirik, and then a guy who had a great fall, Lincoln Trujillo. And then uh, at the bottom of the lineup, we're looking for some guys that can be pests. Um, we want our lineup to be good from beginning to end, and the bottom of the lineup, seven, eight, nine, um, we hope that they're going to be tough outs. So we're very excited about what we can do offensively. So last question. I'm a child of the 70s. Uh, Saturday Night Fever was a big movie when I was in either high school or college. It's kind of a blur right now. When I watch you down at third base giving signs, I think of John Travolta and Saturday Night Fever, and you have all these moves. I want to know, you got any new moves for me this year? Oh, every year we'll break out a couple. I promise you that. Um, no, it's it's a, a system, an offensive system that we've been using for a long time, uh, and I, I take a lot of pride in making sure that the communication is good between coaches and players so uh, we might throw a couple new ones at you this year well if you've ever been to a jimmy home baseball game if you've seen coach hager and all his sign giving and gyrations down the third baseline and he alone is entertaining let alone the game so uh, always good to talk about tom and his uh, many moves down there at third base well it's an extremely busy week coming up one of the things we wanted to look back and mention uh, this week, the Optimus Club Athletes of the Week, Kylie Voigt, the senior from right here in Jamestown, and Kaylor Cox, freshman men's volleyball player from Helena, Montana, were named this week's Jamestown Optimus Club Athletes. Kylie won the 400 meters at the St. John's Indoor Invitational in Collegeville, Minnesota on Saturday and uh, qualified for the NAI Championships in a time of 58.79 seconds. 
Golly was also on the Jimmy 4x400 relay team that took first in a time of 404.79. Kayla recorded a hitting percentage of 304, including 11 kills, 4 aces, and 10 digs in the Jimmy's home debut, a defeat of William Penn last week. So those are your Optimus Club Athletes of the Week. And taking a look at what is happening this weekend, there's a whole lot. The one event we do have at home is Saturday afternoon, the Jimmy Men's and Women's Basketball Team We'll celebrate Senior Day as we take on Concordia in the final home basketball season, game of the 2019-2020 season. The women's game will tip off at 2 o'clock and the men at 4 o'clock. So make sure and come out Saturday afternoon, not only to salute the seniors, but both Jimmy basketball teams as they will wrap up their home season Saturday afternoon. The Jimmy men's hockey team ranked number 11 in the country. They will be on the road in Fremont, Nebraska as they will be taking on Midland Friday and Saturday nights. The Jimmy softball team back in action. They'll be back uh, at the bubble in Aberdeen uh, in Presentation College. Friday, they will take on Mayville State at 12 noon. And then they will face Dickinson State on Saturday at 2 o'clock. And Dakota State at 4 o'clock. Those games at the, the bubble at Presentation College. We mentioned baseball. They were they are traveling to Joplin, Missouri. Friday, they'll take on Culver Stockton at 2.30 followed by a game against Columbia College at 5 o'clock on Friday. On Saturday, the baseball team will face William Penn at 12 noon and the University of Mary at 2.30. The Jimmy Track and Field teams uh, on the podcast earlier this week, we talked to head coach Megan Keel previewing the GPAC Indoor Championships. Those will take place on Friday and Saturday in Mitchell, South Dakota, at the facility of Dakota Wesleyan, an absolutely beautiful facility there. We talked again about men's wrestling. They'll be at Morningside College Friday and Saturday to take part in the GPAC championships. Uh, men's hockey, the Division II team, will be at home to uh, Dakota College at Botno on Friday night. And again, just an extremely busy weekend. Men's volleyball also want to mention they are on the road. They have very tough task. As Friday night, they'll be at Park University, nationally ranked Park University. And then on Saturday night, they will take on Ottawa University of Kansas. In fact, uh, speaking of men's volleyball, big news earlier in this week, uh, the Great Plains Athletic Conference announced that next year uh, they will sponsor men's volleyball as a conference sport. Briarcliff, Dort, and Morningside, who already have established programs in the GPAC, will be part of it. Of course, the University of Jamestown that just started their program this year. Hastings College is going to start a program next year, so they'll be part of the GPAC. And then Ottawa University of Kansas, who already has a very good men's volleyball program, will join the GPAC as an affiliate member in men's volleyball next year. So what that does, it guarantees five home matches in conference play for the Jimmies because they will play a double round robin schedule. Also want to mention, speaking of Hastings College, uh, Kara Ramica, who was a senior wrestler last year at the University of Jamestown. In fact, she wrestled for a national championship at the NAIA Invitational. She was coaching a high school team in Utah. She's just been named head coach to the first ever Hastings College women's wrestling team that will begin competition next year. And speaking of the NAIA women's wrestling tournament, we're just three and a half weeks away from hosting it for the second consecutive year. That's March 13th and 14th at Harold Newman Arena. 28 teams competing for a national championship, over 250 wrestlers. And one of the great added uh, things to the tournament this year is this is an Olympic year, so each winner of the 10 weight classes will automatically qualify for the U.S. Olympic team trials in April at Penn State University. So you don't want to miss on that. So we hope you enjoyed all the great interviews, uh, insights about what's happening this weekend. Again, 
uh, make sure and uh, listen to all the podcasts. They're available on Spotify and Anchor and hopefully coming up on other platforms very shortly. We're working really hard on that. Make sure and mention it to all your friends, fans, Jimmy alums to subscribe to the Jimmy Athletics Podcast, uh, the Everything Jimmy Athletics Podcast. And we, we love hearing from you. If you have any suggestions or questions, certainly you can email me, sean.johnson at uj.edu. Well, thanks for listening. We'll catch up with you on Monday. Have a great weekend and go Jimmy's. Thank you.